Hey, you're Devin. Yeah, what's up? Yo, have you heard uh, about the show Riverdale? I've definitely seen it. It's on, on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. And, well, I think, yeah, it's a CW show, mm-hmm. but it's on Netflix along with Sabrina. That I've seen. Uh, I haven't, but I've heard about it. Um, well, there's this podcast based on the Archie comics and the history of the Archie comics called Riverdale High AV Club. It's hosted by Ezra and Megan, and they are siblings, and they're hilarious. They're very engaging with their audience, and they bring you into their shows with episodes titled Help, I Married a Goth, and This Podcast is a Distraction. These two humans, Ezra and Megan, bring some relief to the crazy stuff that's going on in the world today. I'm just glad they're not aliens. (laughs) We don't know that, dude. (laughs) Um, mixed in with the Riverdale High AV Club podcast is an occasional sideshow, a special edition called the RHS Public Access, where they talk about other Archie titles and popular media, like the ones that we just talked about, the mm-hmm. Sabrina and Riverdale. This podcast can be enjoyed even if you don't know anything about the Archie comics. Very good. They bring, yeah, I mean, but they're funny because they talk about other stuff. Um, but they're so entertaining. It's funny. Um, you can find Riverdale High AV Club podcast on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify. Check out their website, RiverdaleHighAV.club or RHSAVClub.com. Find them on Instagram and Twitter at Riverdale High AV. I'm definitely going to do that. All right, let's do it right now, actually. Pull it up. <laughs> Welcome to episode five, I think, of the Lovecraft Country After Show. My name is Jason Price, JP. This is Anita D. You got Devin Brown. And uh, Hurtis over here in the corner. (laughs) We got Hurtis. Uh, A couple episodes ago he was in, but you could barely hear him. He was sitting in the background. He's sitting in for Money G today. He's off on some comedy tour, touring (laughs) the the streets of Dayton. Dayton, Ohio. (laughs) Dayton, Ohio. Turn it up. Turning it up. Woohoo. And uh, so this episode um, was called Strange Case, and it was very strange. Um, I said earlier that it was uh, full of metamorphosis innuendos, and um, especially from Christina and Ruby. My favorite character is Ruby. Yeah, same. It, I, I, I gained a lot of like for Ruby in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, she, she's awesome. She's a rock star. So this was actually directed, um, it, it's strange, it's, it's odd because it was focused on the females of the story, mm-hmm. and it was actually directed by a female. The first episode that was directed by Cheryl Dunyay, Dun- um, but it was very entertaining. Uh, there was a lot of blood <laughs> and and gore. I thought it was a nasty, crunching, oh, yeah. eerie. Yeah, the bone. I wonder. I'd Ooh. love to find out how they were getting those sounds because it I was felt very... every one of those bone crunches. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, oh, I'd love oh. to see the behind the scenes in the that foley was, tent. Mm. That was good. What do you think, Devin? Uh, this first impressions. This episode really spoke to me a lot. Because if you listen to it, every, everyone knows Anita always brings it up. I, I used to be Mormon. Mm-hmm. And you, you did? I used to be, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Listen up. And uh, one of the key teachings of Mormonism, a lot of people don't know, is that you know if you are black and you are righteous, you're a good person, you can become white. You can become white and delightsome. And Ruby got to experience that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. But it came with a price. That could have been me. It always oh comes gosh. with a price. But it's worth yeah. it, baby. Yeah. yeah. It's worth it. What was your first impression, Sardis? Uh Not to start the spoilers too ahead of, of all of that, but uh, Ruby being on her own journey and finally being a part of what everyone else is dealing with, uh, Tick and Letty. Um, and then Montrose's coming out of his shell, mm-hmm. his closet, as it were. Um, 
pretty epic, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot. There was this 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 brought out a lot of what we've been kind of leaning towards as far as like where they're where the characters are going or some of our stuff has been pretty on point with yeah. our assumptions of who's doing what. I think we speaking of money, we got to give money some credit cuz he was kind of on to Montrose this whole time oh, a little bit. Yeah. I think Montrose might have killed George because George was really wanting to tell the truth to Tick. And I, we yeah. see what George what is capable, capable of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a rapist. Everybody saw that. It was it was horrible. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't a rapist consent, but it, you know, we're making <laughs> he jokes. Was, he was we're yucking slamming it on that, we're, though. Yeah, he, he got in on yep. that, that your favorite of the HBO's steamy moments so far, JP. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but anyway, back to it. I do think he, uh, I think he killed George, and I don't think George is coming back. I, I was really hoping we might see George, but I think we might see him in spirit form, mm-hmm. and I think he might fuck up Montrose like Tick did, but or he's become some sort of a guide or something to Tick at some point. It, it, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see him. Well, you know, <laughs> not a fan of that. Okay. <laughs> Well, in the beginning, Ruby wakes up as uh, Hillary, um, who also the the actor also played. I think she was called like the sheriff or something. Yeah, the earlier. that mm-hmm. jail in the um, town. Yeah. Yeah, so, and. Um, and so this is after her night of romping, romping with uh, William. Right from the and he promised her that he could give her whatever she wanted. Right. Basically. And. And he, she wanted he to be delivered. We, we saw what she wanted. <laughs> yeah, she wanted a stiletto in her hand. Oh. <laughs> oh, she she she, uh, she, she staggered on down the street and kind of experienced what it was like. And quotes to be a a white woman, and she she was getting um she had accosted lost. by a black boy, yeah. and which was not true. She's a black kid was just standing there really eating some popcorn. Or what? Didn't he? Didn't he? Didn't he? What? Was he trying to like open a door for her or something? They crashed into each other. Okay, he was just eating popcorn. She she wakes up as the white woman and freaks the fuck out, and then she's coming down the street looking like a complete mad woman in a neighborhood of black people, looking like she's on MDMA, and and everybody's just like, oh, and that's when yeah, he he tries to get some sort of a response from her, and she's just like. It was, it was crazy. She literally knocks him all the way to the ground. He spills his popcorn, and immediately the police the police are on it. Over. Yeah, that was the police really or have really great timing, and oh, yeah. they're always right on it. Like they can smell white women. Apparently, That's a special yeah, it's power like white woman police, people. magical cops. Yeah. So um, then we go. We snap back to Montrose and, uh, or no, William. So she gets back. The police take her back to what house is she in? I haven't figured that out. I think uh, William and Christina bought a property in Chicago. Okay, like Um, around in the same neighborhood mm -hmm. as the pioneering Mm -hmm. village. And so they're at their house, William's house, or Christina's house, or one of the two's houses. So we don't even know what's going on with that by the end. And he's got gloves on, and he's cleaning up the mess, which we kind of figured, who's cleaning up all the other messes that Ruby's leaving, just scattered all over town? Well, that's when she goes through her first change, Mm -hmm. and it's this torturous, uh, almost exorcist-type contortioning of the body that's... She's metamorphosing. That's right. what he's calling it. Yeah, because she's stepping into the white, white skin. So this is where we see her change from the white woman back into herself. But it's 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 horrible. It's it's very disturbing. It's like uh, she's crawling out of the pits of this woman's body and then taking over everything except her skin and then shedding it. Yeah, like a cocoon. It was, 
That's absolutely disgusting. It made me uncomfortable. That's why I always wanted to be a vampire more than a werewolf. <laughs> just because yeah. I can't go through that, that yeah. change. You just got to hang upside down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I'll, or bury me in a grave or something. Mm-hmm. It's a little different depending on your tastes. Yeah. But your, it's gotta be, your, it's gotta be your film director. Yeah, it's got to be better. So we get back to, did you notice we got back to Montrose and he, he was um, looking at his fingers Covered and there was, in blood. Yeah, they were covered mm. in blood. What was that from? Was that from killing, slicing the throat? Two spirits. That was so. That was immediately mm. following. That's strange. The, I'm the introducing the show too. They kind of replayed that scene, and that kind of kicked off that that curiosity again of why. Yeah. Like, why did he kill two well, spirits? I mean, I I get why, but she was she yeah. was innocent yeah. in the big scheme of but things. But she knew all of the secrets. True. That well, he's keeping. Also, um the the women couldn't vote, you know. Uh, like <laughs> I mean, the the hatred towards women f- forever. Um and then you bring in a hermaphrodite into the picture and and they were immediately taken out. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was like, you're gone. Atticus punched, punched her, you know, and knocked her out. Well, she was screaming at the time. I know, but still it's like the, 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 um, they handled her more in a manly way. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, even the women in the series itself, because I wasn't alive back in the fifties, but you know, women were second class citizens. And so, I mean, in the, during this whole series, it's been, uh, you know, so you're saying the, that's the oppression why, of women is definitely yeah, the, prevalent. The, the, that's why he was so willing to kill her. Yeah, well, it's just, yeah, he's willing to kill her. <laughs> like, because she's like, well, you're she, just whatever. I mean, I'm sure she had some secrets that she was she was going to yeah. spill the beans, so to speak. But but she looked, she she had the look of like a shaman. Some, so I think. She was definitely not 100% human. Yeah, I don't think she would have ever divulged information or stuff without it being a a purpose. You know, I just wonder why in the series they made her so pretty. Yeah. You know, it was strange. Yeah. They made her really pretty and, you know, it was a, I was saying, well, a lot trans of trans women can't be pretty. Uh, well, I don't think she was trans. They look, they're prettier than me. You know? No, I do. Um, while we're in this area, mm-hmm. when we see her for the first time, Montrose, the expression on his face is kind of like disgust, I would say, a little mm-hmm. bit. And we have been seeing and sensing throughout the series he's got some self hatred and not exactly. Yeah, he's I struggling. think it's been speaking to his struggle with that duality. And that was kind of both, oh, I want to protect mm-hmm. Tick and mm-hmm. everyone from the magic, but. This is also me representing and getting revenge on the stuff I've been through because he's been exactly. beaten up for hate crimes. His, I think it's yeah. what it's seeming like. Mm-hmm. Um, he was projecting, and I think he was a little projecting. So you're talking yeah. about when the, then the next scene, Tick and uh, Letty bust in and and he beats the shit out of. Yeah. Him. So that's the scene you're talking about. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, that's not what I'm talking about. Um, he looked really remorseful. Like he he wasn't okay with his yeah. decision. But I think it's more along the lines of him struggling with this gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you're, you're loaded, right but uh, yeah, he. It seems like he's projecting. Kind of like at the end of uh, American Beauty. It's a lot of symbolism. I don't remember the ending of American Beauty. Okay, well, the Marine who mm-hmm. played by Chris, what's his name, Chris, whatever. Um, what about the Parent Trap or something? Like that? <laughs> 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 uh, yuck, you kids in your twenties. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so that he he does he be, he they Tick bust in and, and yeah. Montrose's ass when he mm. realizes, and he deserved that ass whooping. I'm not gonna lie, I was like, yeah, Tick, go ahead, get that. It was he, he, Montrose, he did it because of what? Well, I'm saying Montrose deserved that ass whooping well, for why? This is this was a life of anger that Tick's been carrying. He's had it in him to whoop his yeah. dad, his what we know as his dad's ass, yeah, for a while, and his dad's just. What was the deal about the photos? 
Oh, the, um, so the, the, the Titus's is, uh, pages, the scroll, um, his dad got rid of those way earlier um, and is now just systematically removing every chance Atticus has of finding out the truth. Um, so he was hoping that Letty had maybe taken pictures of them while they still had them. Um, that way they would still have a record because those are irreplaceable. Mm-hmm. And so he was scrambling to go see if there yeah. was any more. Okay, Desperate. At this and point. he was starting to blame her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she had a bat. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he was like, oh, I ain't fucking with her. I remember what she did with that bat. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, get it in. But yeah, that's that. So Letty the um, bathtub. So Letty and Tick end up having their, their true connection. Yeah, After they, that, they, they too. Make a, well, she talk about, they talk about meeting um, Hiram, Hiram Epstein. Mm. Oh, William. Yes. Or, William Qu- quotations. Quotations. Uh, slide. That's disappointing. Mm. What? I'm I'm pleasantly dis- surprised at the f- that, but also very disappointing because so, I really thought they I, were two separate. I believe they almost people. explicitly said it in the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just it's still a little disappointing. I mean, but if you think about the fact that like the whole problem that Christina. Because later in the episode, she talks about how she does understand um, what Ruby has been going through with the transition of being a black woman and then experiencing white life. She said she went She's through it doing herself. it as a woman and a man, yes. which and is so almost the same. And so that has been the crux of thing. her own issues. Right. The whole series is she's... Struggling in a man's world yes. to yeah. be... Because yeah. um, she couldn't even be invited to the party. Yeah. Right. She can't get any so order. So it makes sense that this metamorphosis potion would even exist because... It's hers, and right. she's been focused on that idea for such a long time. Let's keep talking, Christina, before we move forward. Okay, sure. Um, because this episode really helps us understand that baby cow delivery scene. You know what I mean? So yes. Like, like that's how they make those things. I guess you metamorphosize little baby cows. Or as cats Money called it, a chud. Yeah, whatever he called it. You know. Um, so I think that's interesting. So we see why Christina was so involved in that why they needed her um but also it's in it's empowering it should be anita because it's like she i think she's definitely sabotaged her father because she doesn't she have like invulnerability or something Mm -hmm. so oh the house crumbling on me that's no problem but you've you've also been keeping me out just because of like my gender sex you know um so this is my opportunity to finally enact this plan and get this revenge and the things that really I deserve, but you're just keeping, you know, it's the same parallel that Mm -hmm. all the black characters are facing. Like Ruby, I'm way more qualified than Tamara was, you know, by volumes, but for one reason or another, I'm still being held back, you know, so. Well, I think another thing too is, I mean, it really gives you this, you're seeing Christina as this really strong, very intelligent, very capable character just in herself not as just a woman but as a character um and uh, you know her struggle with all this so it kind of it, it takes you back to the understanding of why what with her being so very capable why it does not why the world just doesn't accept her for who she is and just give her what it is that she's entitled to in that sense why do these women being black or being a woman why do you have to take the back way or do the wrong things to get this attention or to get this what's naturally and i hate using the world entitled word entitled but really what's the big freaking deal what's really what's really wrong of being a woman or being a person of color and that's that constant thing you get back is like why do they even have to go through all this it's ridiculous that we have to go through this to prove what just a quick you know. another comment i think uh inadequacy obviously is a big portion mm-hmm. um especially from these these white men mm-hmm. i'm just staring at jason <laughs> <laughs> oh, you white men i'm right. the only white dude here <laughs> no but um and later in the episode we see uh, a real oddity with in the lodge with the captain lancaster mm-hmm why does he have black skin below the neck? Because he's inadequate about his white penis. And I think he probably has a black penis and he metamorphosized Why couldn't he have just sewed that on? That's what he really wanted. I I think it's a little bit more than that. That's the theory here. 
the, the stereotypes are not I have always the hot true. Takes. The black guys don't always have the bigger penis. It's just, yeah. Um, <laughs> so one of the things about the, the concept of magic in this show um, is that the practitioners, the people of this order, kind of come up with their own idea. They develop these methods, these spells, these potions, whatever, over a long period of time. Um, Christina's father developed the invulnerability spell, and mm -hmm. she was the only one who was allowed to learn it, which is why it was so useful when yeah. the only way she could ever kill him is if Tick was there to help weaken that invulnerability. Ah, yeah. um, and so she developed this metamorphosis magic. And so we, we know that Titus also developed the spell that was supposed to take them to Eden. So everyone kind of has their own thing that they bring to this world of magic. Right. And I'm wondering if there is something about um, this sheriff or this police captain um, mm -hmm. that He's been in on something. Yeah, some, well, some ritual or some spell is needed or as a result of that has now left him with black skin Frankensteinly stowed or sewed on his torso. But what, so. and the guy in the closet. Who had black skin all across his neck except for where he was bleeding, which looked like uh, um, It's hard to, wounds. okay, yeah. I, yeah, okay. But I need to rewatch this episode. I also think they mentioned that he was dead and that she kept having the smell issue every time he would breathe on her and I think he was rotting from the inside right and so it may not be black skin it could be necrotic tissue and he's dressing himself and, up and in this dead was skin when Ruby was um, in the closet when uh, of she, his office when she was asked to perform this task for in payment of receiving this magic potion from William that key, yeah. Carrying that token as herself. That's supposed to save protection. Right. Into a place that's going to help William, quote unquote, take revenge on the captain. Yeah. Which is a little bit weird. Why are you giving mm -hmm. him a protection stone? Right. Unless I did, it's I not a protection stone. Right. I was enjoying I, the swan hardware of the bathtub. I oh it looked like a dragon. It was a swan. Was it? Mm-hmm. That's what it, it looked like to me. It was some sort of a dragon. It was beautiful. Mm -hmm. I, I, I agree. The tub was amazing. I really liked the tub. Do you make tubs, JP? <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, I know you make tables and stuff and other <laughs> items somewhere. Tonight. I'm like, oh, do you, are you a craftsman for, like, the bathroom? Actually, I am. <laughs> so, I, uh, go to JP's website <laughs> to find some beautiful swan hardware. <laughs> JP's bathrooms. So the other thing that takes place then afterwards was that was when Montrose um, makes his crippled, beat-up way over to Sammy, and we find out the true deal behind their relationship. We, I definitely, right. we got off the rails a little bit. Where, where did we last leave off? For the, um, for the main, <laughs> oh, because we do it, we, we, we do it sequentially a little, a little, you know. So we were given the reins. Back. Ruby was in the bathtub. Okay, and I was all about Ruby being anywhere. Jason really likes the naked women. I just like naked Ruby. <laughs> but you liked Christina for the first two episodes. What happened to your love affair with Christina? Mm, I never really. She's. You said you wanted to bang her, didn't he? Like the first Whoa, day, don't put like, words what? in his mouth. No, I never said that. He's yeah. a gentleman. Oh, yes. I never said I'm, that. I'm sorry. You have to go back and listen to the we first will. couple episodes. <laughs> As the episodes have gone on, JP has <laughs> developed more of an appetite. I mean, Ruby is and Christina just doesn't have amazing what he needs. <laughs> Everybody's I, so pretty in this show. I like that Ruby's thick. You know, that makes me feel mm. good as a thick chick. Like, she's rocking it. Like, she's 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 hot. With two Cs thick? Yeah. Is it that thick? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> well, you know, as much larger girls, we don't get a lot of love. Uh, well, we hear a little Cardi B, right? Oh, Cardi um, B was rocking it. Um, Ruby states uh, <laughs> that the only currency that she really needed that day was the white skin. And that like was really moving how she said yeah. it that way. She's like, I didn't need that. I, I, I'm getting kind of chill bumps. Like her experience as a white woman was very disturbing. I mean, I can't even imagine. Like, I mean, I do, I know I'm a white woman, so I, I know how it feels to be 
white, but I'm also not the average looking white chick. So I've had my share of discrimination well, there's, as well. I mean, I, I mean, I have too. I mean, I, I'm not a white chick, but you know, I'm. I gave you free ice cream, <laughs> JP. <laughs> Don't even start. Yeah. So I mean, nothing compared compared to like, you know, whatever. Um, but another thing that's interesting is the dynamic between the sheriff of episode two and Hillary Davenport. How. Hill, uh, the sheriff was like ratchet yeah. and ugly, and then here comes Hillary, and she's very pretty. I'm wondering why he they used her again in that. Like, it was it was really weird to me that they used I, her. Why did they bring her? She had such a close connection uh, to the family, especially okay. Christina, because she was the one who had trained. To control the hounds, the, the, the monster right. thingies. Yeah, I forgot, about I forgot what that. they're called. The sh- shogoths. Yeah, shogoths. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so shogoths. Yeah. Shogoths. Whatever it was. Yeah. Um, and so she's already closely tied to William. Yeah, Christina. I forgot about that. Um, and it may be that he knows she's... that she'll never show up in Chicago. She may be dead, with everyone right. else from the house. Um, and that would make it convenient for them to use a face that no one cares about. Right. Oh, we might mm. find out some other weird stuff about that later on down the road. If so. nothing else, uh, from the point of view of the viewer, mm-hmm. seeing her threw me off. I wouldn't. I didn't. It, it really set yes. up the twists where I'm like, it "Oh, did. what is she doing back here?" Like when she woke up in the bed, I'm like, "It's not me." Yeah. I was like, "What the mm-hmm. fucking hell is happening?" I mean, we we've all seen Harry Potter, right? No. We okay. You've not seen. He's not allowed. Don't. It's weird. It's never been in my purview. It's actually really good. Watch the movies. Okay. Um, <laughs> so there is the Polyjuice Potion, which is a physical transformation potion that allows people to take someone else's form. Um, but it requires a sample of the original person's hair to make mm. you change into that person. And so if you now have a metamorphosis potion that is allowing Ruby to become this person. She has to still be alive. <clears throat> does she have to be alive? I don't know. But they keep that basement door locked. Right. Right, right, right. Okay, um, good point. That also makes you wonder. Because Ruby asked about that throughout the course of like what's in the basement. But if we do find out that she's still alive to help make the potion, who is William? If who's still alive? Christina? Well, I'm wondering if William does exist and Christina's just using William as her. She, she has, it, it's, it, it would be convenient. I can see they, that. They being. do look. It's strange. If I may, her explanation, like when she was um, pressing Ruby, like how much do you care about this guy? It did feel genuinely emotionally charged. Yeah. Like a guy named William was tried, you know, possibly assassinated. Um, So maybe he is barely alive, like Curtis is mentioning in the basement, and I'm able to just collect the DNA (laughs) gradually when I when I need it. Yeah. But there was a separate guy, or maybe she invented him whole cloth. I don't know, but I think it's interesting to think that they have bodies in the basement that they're harvesting essentially. Yeah, using as yeah. That's crazy. That is crazy. All from Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we hear a little uh, Frank Ocean, mm-hmm. and, uh, which leads us to Montrose showing up at the bartender Sammy's house, his little flat, which also leads to some really uh, rough and unrealistic. Really? It looked like it really hurt too. Oh yeah, yeah. It yeah. sounded like it hurt. Very yeah. Like, oh, oh, Omar's packing. How? Like, yeah, like that one. He went up in there dry. Like how long? no, no, he didn't. Oh, how long? Awesome. How long do you collect that spit in your mouth? Oh, in wow. anticipation the, because he the let entire it out. Walk up from the parking yeah, lot to let the it second out, floor. And ever it since filled up his both his hands were cupped and overflowing with it. Ever since, like, ever since two spirit. <laughs> oh gosh, use a little two spirit. That's so, why he doesn't so talk a lot because he's just like. <laughs> I gotta he's hook got up later. Yeah, ready. I gotta hook up later. I got that dick appointment, so I gotta. But they they didn't have lube on the market yeah. back then. Which that Vaseline. The, there is this. Very forceful aggression, almost 
spiteful, kind yeah. of like angry. But um, that's that duality that Montrose then, is yeah, struggling with. He wouldn't kiss Sammy or even like yeah. get too close face to face. But then you know the, the still was there for his uh, remaining pleasure, I suppose. Um, and so it's very clear that like this is who he is. He was an angry fucker at that moment. <laughs> yeah, but um, he's just been struggling for so long, and then later there's yeah. yeah. That kind of really did open up that, yeah, that there was, yeah, all that. <laughs> what do you think? Another metamorphosis going on there. What do you think Sammy sees in Montrose? He's unattainable. I mean, what do we oh. all see in that una- unavailable okay. and unemotional? We want to try to, yeah, Sammy's definitely the codependent fixer mm, for sure. well he's also sammy out. is also a little bit <coughs> in the closet yeah well they have yes. to be i mean this is a time where yeah. being gay was dangerous uh, one for thing sure that i because I, I i do know a couple people who work uh in drag and and in the community and uh they are so close-knit mm-hmm. with each other and with the idea of bringing people to accept themselves and so it may be project not that he doesn't have feelings right. for, for Montrose but just like well it's obvious he's in love with Montrose like there's a true mm-hmm. like he and wants so he, him he but... really which he, later at the the party at the the drag club um it becomes really clear like part of the reason why he even invited Montrose there was just to get him to open up to, yeah to and the whole celebratory kind of vibe that they had yeah. after he started dancing mm-hmm. yeah um yeah, that, that, was his goal. that was his metamorphosis. Metamorphosis. I'm sorry, gosh. I'm having a hard time with my words today. Who all did metamorphosize in this episode? We had Ruby. Mm-hmm. We had Montrose. We had, well, obviously, Christina. Um, the relationship of Tick and Letty took its permanent fixture. The manager at Marshall Fields. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we find out the truth about him. That was the permanent. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> he changed forever. <laughs> Painful metamorphosis. Ooh, oh, gosh. Man. So, so William sends or or God, it's hard to know if it was William or Christina. Yeah. I think, are we kind of... Be, because he shifted into Christina through the same way that she changes from um, what's her name? Ruby. No, the the, the white Hillary. Woman, Hillary to Ruby. Um, it was pretty clear that Christina is the real person, and William is just the the, the skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Christina sends Ruby on a mission as a worker, mm-hmm. and uh, which Ruby despises because she does not want to wait on white people. <laughs> Right, in that way, and it was at as a, it was as at a, one of the yeah. lodges, yeah, which was probably close by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lancaster's Lancaster's house. Okay, and that's where she gets into the closet with uh, who was Billy that? Badass, oh. zombie half yeah. dead dude. I, I, he was definitely not yeah, supposed to be alive. His skin was getting ate up, and so it was just. <clears throat> I think they said it had something to do with money, like he was not telling him where some some money or something was oh, potentially there's yeah. nef- there's nefarious business at play yeah. of course but so he was just he it had nothing to do with the magic or anything it was just well i mean lancaster he might have been like trying to buy that black penis and the guy fucking <laughs> walked in threw him for a loop and you know ruined it or something yeah. and that's why you got to take your revenge out somewhere. And what didn't they also mention something about the orrery again at the lodge? Like, wasn't that? I feel like. I think that was the recap at the beginning of the yeah, episode. It was. Okay. I need my orrery, <laughs> and then it skipped because <laughs> it belonged to that lodge, yeah. and she was trying to get it or Hiram. something. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I yeah. wonder because. Does Lancaster know that Christine is the one that helped them get the Win- the Epstein house? The Winthrop Well, it's the Winthrop. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did he ever find out that it was actually her that helped? I don't know. I, I don't think, think he so. assumes that she's... Well, obviously, because he was arguing with her about the orrery, so he knows that somehow she's trying to get I mean, that. Because like, if, if they... It perfect, per, 
purposefully had them say something about money while mm-hmm. Ruby was hiding in the closet with that guy. They might be trying to follow the money trail back to figuring out who Ooh. exactly was involved in them buying the house and how they can uh-huh. find them. That's true, too. Um, yeah. Get this man a badge. You are a detective. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Uh, Connecting the dots. Yeah. uh, yeah, That makes sense, though. So what was the deal with uh, Tick's ring? Oh, the initials. initials. Yes. Supposedly, they were his initials, the um, ASF. Freeman. Atticus Freeman. Stanley. Samson. Samson. What? Um, Bible, Samson. Samson. Um, and he'd been spending so much time. The with Bible Lenny that trying to get it translated. She was reading in the bathtub. <laughs> oh, two badges. <laughs> we got a partnership now. Oh man. Yeah. All right. No, go ahead. Um, which we find out that later that the, as he's working to translate the the characters and figure out what exactly they mean, the very last thing we see in the episode is that they should spoiler say. <laughs> Sorry, uh, <laughs> die, um, and so now he's wondering. Maybe I have a cursed ring, um, which uh. would not be a good thing. But then again, if the stone that they're putting in Lancaster's office says protection, and his ring says die, is everything about the language of Adam backwards? Interesting. And like the idea is that it's like an April Fool's joke. That's a fucked up mm. fool's joke. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's also like an original. It's just a prank. Yeah. Right. Just a prank. It does seem like things are ass backwards. Something's off. I mean, that kind of power can't, you know, it's obviously it doesn't come easy. So mm-hmm. I could see that being a, just an extra, you know, step to overcome. And that's one of the things. So when Christina is explaining to Ruby that the, the magic that William has supposedly given her, the, the only... <laughs> thing about it is limitless freedom it almost sounds like she's saying now that you know what it's like that you've had to suffer through the change through experiencing what life is like as another person that is the cost Mm -hmm. but you have freedom Mm -hmm. so the more you know the more it's going to hurt to know exactly Mm because there's that ignorance is bliss when you start getting knowledge you really start seeing things for what they are that's yeah so what else did we get from that that scenario from the ring that i mean that right there is when uh the basement issue came up like what's in the basement so we're kind of like in agreement that there's uh that william might be in the basement possibly william and possibly hillary hillary could be in the basement too or no the sheriff because Hillary is just a made-up person. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, yeah. Hillary Davenport. <laughs> There's always bodies. In Could the be the fucking so. uh, Marshall Fields manager. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. Dinner. That whole scene there, where they go to the club, there we <clears throat> kind of forgot about that. Like with Montrose. No. Oh, the, the when oh outside. the girl. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Tamara took them. Did you to see the that the little blonde white girl looking at those? brothers over there yeah, that were looking like, at her she, she was, was like, looking hmm. for those large penises all, all three of those white you know. girls went out and danced with some of the, the black guys in the club mm-hmm. and it's that twisted well the Mar- the marshall fields manager didn't like that no. i don't well, think he liked he that. wanted to pat a piece of the action which we mm-hmm. end up seeing but ruby was really disgusted as her in her character of um that it's just, I think she's just watching them like you people you like yeah. you literally yeah. just a couple of hours ago were bashing calling this and dirty this and and now you're out here dancing with them like she's really seeing that contrast she admitted she was white earlier on the podcast and just threw out she's the heart also my you gotta <laughs> you gotta cut that out for her sake jp yeah, we don't want her canceled bring the hate but uh, fine um, bring it Mark, no. Market. It's that like, the, like the cherry on no. the top. Thirty-six, thirty-five. Yeah, but yeah. you know, like I mean, you, you're you're really seeing this, like it's it, this reality of wow. You know, you people are so yeah. freaking hypocritical, like, two-faced. It was a real it's, spectacle for yeah. them, and you know, I, I do the same thing. I go to Amish country sometimes, and I <laughs> I stare at you them. Wanna, and you want to you want to churn some butter? I want to do all the things. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? I see them building a I table. I want some sweet churn. Like, <laughs> You're like, man, when is just, rum springer? <laughs> oh, if I could just get in there. So we, are, I think we are all, on a serious note, guilty of that a little bit. Wanting yeah. to experience the things that you know of we course. don't have access to. But well, That's why we go buy Indian food or yeah. Japanese you know, hibachi. We, we want to taste culture, mm-hmm. but we want to stay within the realm of our protection. Especially when it's sweet. Yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> when it smells sweet. It smells right. sweet, yeah. <laughs> Let but, me uh, smell it. You know, but you have to sweet. do it. There's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. You know, and that's the Absolutely. whole, that's the idea between like cultural appropriation. Like, are you right. trying to say like, that rape isn't a good way to do well, it? <laughs> it's never Mol- it's like not. exactly rape is always the wrong way to do it. Molestation. Yeah. taking anything from anyone is just That's wrong so no one should have to it, sacrifice that it's pretty interesting because ruby asked the girls because we, we used also the interaction that she had as hillary with the manager and he was you know kissing her hand and, and seeming very untoward even though it wasn't quite explicit mm-hmm. and she asked the girls like has he ever been weird and right. about that in the and locker they, room they laughed about it and that almost makes you wonder like have they all had experiences that they either brushed off or that they just don't feel comfortable talking about they because mm-hmm. they were definitely the stereotypical <laughs> woman I, that I don't think that i don't think i think that they probably hadn't it's possible but then why did it seem like that to hillary or is it just ruby assuming that that was what it was going to be like even though maybe the manager would never have been inappropriate outwardly towards white women right but because the tamra was there mm-hmm. and he literally hired her because she was undereducated and um not likely to stick up for herself right as well as ruby would have that's the only Probably, re- that's the only reason yeah. why he hired she her. would have borrowed Letitia's baseball bat and him up yeah um <laughs> yeah but that's true. That's mm-hmm. a good way of thinking. Because, yeah, it's like they had to. Because at this point was. Oh, what's, I can't even remember the name of it now. But uh, affirmative action. Ori. When did affirmative, affirmative action come into play after? Do you remember what year it was? I was like in the late 70s, wasn't it? Was it? Okay. Or early 80s? But what did they call it? Four. Because what um, was you, the. You on it? Good on it. It's on the case. It's going to be a minute, but you go ahead and keep talking. I think it was 80s. I think it was Reagan, 80s as well. Reagan area. Okay. Because I'm trying to remember, like, what was it that allowed Tamara to get hired at that place anyway? Like, it might have been uh, Clinton, too. I did think it was a little bit later well, than that, but I know that. They there, had it was called something else. People describe they, Obama as affirmative action man or something like uh, offensively like that not just the way he pushed for those laws to be passed but also right. the fact that he benefited from those original drafts but what um, was it called 1998 then, okay wow wow that was that was clinton I thought it, yeah that's clinton time tearing it up on the way out it was the mm-hmm. uh, employment equality act what, in what way are you speaking? So what? What, what was it's it like, called? I'm gonna throw. Hey Hillary, I'm gonna do this for you. Real <laughs> I'm quick. gonna have to write it down and look it um, up. Like we got them all in prison. Now let's get well, them educated. Not to dwell too far on it, because I know we we yeah. all kind of intuit it. Yeah. But kind of, I th- I think hurt us again. You're onto something with the um the ability to use your authority more easily on on someone like that a submissive know, type where yeah. ruby does have a very, very strong strong presence mm-hmm. confident presence mm-hmm. um even though even being at the party the way she was walking around in the sea of these she's so badass she's still very nonchalant yeah. very like very take confident these eggs, very confident where's this mm-hmm. white bitch at i need to fucking yeah. do my thing i did a horrible black woman accent i'm sorry guys don't <laughs> um, <laughs> don't cancel me either please i have a youtube playlist of like clips of the theater shows like uh, Tyler Perry as Medea has some like three or four minute videos. He was in this room him. about two weeks ago. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, just some really strong opinions about like standing up for yourself and all of that. And, and a lot of it's about like um, the relationship ideas that they talk about in his movies where mm-hmm. this one person just allowing themselves to be cheated on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when Ruby as Hillary is in the middle of the store talking to Tamara about the shoes and about how even white people go through stuff and it's not what you think, but as a black woman trying to represent yourself, you right. have to work so much harder than them. You have to right. be better than them just to even get 
a fraction yeah. of what they get. Exactly. And it's cold and it's abrasive and it's almost cruel. Right. But it's true. But it's absolutely true. And that's that's the other thing too that we're seeing that that contrast between the white women and the black women. Look at how even at this time the black women are strong, smart, educated. They don't let people walk all over them and you see the women, the white women just acting like the arm candy. This the duh. I, it's all about the red bottoms and the clothes, and I'm just a you know Barbie girl in a Barbie world, and the men are. So we're really seeing that also the intellectual difference of of the black woman and the white woman in those times too, um, which is really you know significant. So yeah, and on that point, it's interesting because while Ruby is Hillary was downstairs with the other women she was working with mm -hmm. you know they were all joking like oh of course she's not qualified you know she's a negro she's this and that and uh -huh. meanwhile ruby's probably sure. had more on her resume more qualifications right and merits than all of them combined so yeah. to you know adding to your point right right yeah. that um the irony there yeah and when marie exactly. outed natalie as lesbian oh wait that was the challenge yeah on mtv um <laughs> Sorry. Wake up. <laughs> so the Civil what? Rights Act of 1964 was passed, which is the landmark thing, part of the, the Civil Rights Movement, um, outlawing discrimination based on race, color, religion, sex, and national origin, and which was in but, the late 80s added but that um, was to 64. sexual orientation. So yes. even still, that's still yeah. way, way yeah. out from Prior this time. Prior to this, there was no protection right. for people of color or minorities of any kind in the so workplace. And then it's intriguing that yeah. Tamara did end so up with this It job. was likely a state legislative mm -hmm. thing um, or maybe even some kind of union Right. effect saying you cannot have 100% white people in the workplace okay. but it still well, there was the Wagner Act of 1935 um, okay Wagner but now that I really think about it though, I think uh, it was definitely nefarious intent with with Hughes from the yeah. get-go because as he's walking back into the bar the way he just was so effortlessly able to change his face metamorphize his face from mm -hmm. the predator to the I'm um, the Norman Rockwell painting you know white picket fence apple pie kind of guy Tamara she's like oh I just applied on a whim she probably spoke to him he's like this is an attractive yeah. colored girl I'm I want to I want to taste I'm trying to a little sniff sniff I want a little yeah. sniff I, like she, I can take advantage she said that to Ruby though exactly in confidence okay mm-hmm when Ruby um, went into the store. and But probably naively is what I'm getting at. Right. Like, I oh, went in and thought, you know, I had no chance, and yeah. then I got it. And then you got this nice gotcha. white guy and smiling in your face. But yeah. really seeing this pretty, young, innocent black mm -hmm. girl who doesn't have a clue. Seventh grade education. Yeah. Yeah, so he was a predator. He was a predator. Well, we see that then at the back of the bar mm -hmm. after... Ruby steps out because she starts going through her change, realizing that this being this white woman is like poisoning her mind. She's starting to really feel like the disgust and the disdain she's experiencing watching them behave this way. So she allows herself to change back into her normal form, and then she witnesses him accost mm -hmm. a black girl in the behind the bar, attempting to rape her or whatever. Um, so yeah, that was pretty disturbing too. I I really wanted to believe he was a nice guy, and then that happened, and it's just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> not nice, you know, oh, yeah. but not I, that uh, guy. I knew he was going to be. Yeah. I, I'm past the Pervert. point of seeing any normal-looking person in a piece of media, right. assuming that they're actually normal. <laughs> right. Oh, Does it exist? Nah, yeah. not really. If you remind me of Bill Cosby, the energy... <laughs> I don't Poor trust Bill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I so, still love Bill Cosby. So many comedy albums and TV shows gone to waste. Yeah. Picture pages. Um, Picture pages. And then um, the other thing was, uh, what else was there? When uh, Tick called Gia again. What the heck right was there. that, I missed that puzzle? Mm -hmm. So he, he's freaking out about he these. saw that the letters on the ring said die, he called her and said, you knew about this. Okay. What she uh, said. Because right. that's what she was saying. So on the phone and she just hung up on him right after that. So we know that she is a part of something not completely natural. And he's realizing that there was something off about her. She's not along. just a normal person. She was sent. Mm -hmm. 
um, there mm. was always a reason why to Korea it was so right. important for him that when he by Harry it. Potter. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but then the fact that she showed up in the dream, it wasn't just people that he knew or had been thinking about. It was a very specific message right. almost that he needed to pay attention to. And she had a very important so role. So that in was, that. yeah, it wasn't really just a dream. It was actually probably a very real situation he was experiencing some at some level. Um, where She's she crazy. Comes and down to kind of again. him and then stabs him in the back. Yeah. And so we may see that she tried to tell him that he was in danger if he ever went back to the U.S. and that the people he would eventually meet were going to try to kill him or put him in danger. Um, but then now that he's a part of it, she might have to also stab him in the back interesting i've actually i've been watching some of the mess <laughs> message boards <laughs> some of the facebook <laughs> forums and stuff and there's a lot of people tapping out of the show mm-hmm. yeah. because it's almost kind of dehumanizing it's people it's, of color mm-hmm. a little bit too much but you know the sad thing about it is this is fucking reality you know this is the real deal yeah but we're supposed to be moving forward and a lot of people oppress it yeah you feel like oh yeah they're just repeating that uh the police hate black people again and again and again and people are getting tired of it despite the fact that like oh i'm glad that you're getting sick of it after four episodes despite the fact that this went on for uh, never stopped um so at at, at, yes it's if you want to jump ship and kind of quit and say that you you can't handle the repetitive like attacks against them and, and the, the struggles that they go through that's great but if you live in the world of these characters they're never going to escape it for <coughs> their lives right ever and that's kind of the point this is really they're stuck they're stuck in this prison of oppression as you're watching these message boards, <laughs> the users on there are they primarily are they are they white are they Mm-mm. people of color mm-hmm. they you know they're saying these things yeah okay I gotta get back on the HuffPo the white people are all enjoying this <laughs> the white people are loving it yeah, it's black. yeah. <laughs> I've never especially seen the ones with badges like this mm. but isn't that always kind of the way it happens though I mean honestly it's when it comes, I don't know. I don't, Charles, I don't want to. Charles, Charles, come look. The black people are on TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. yeah, look at the oppression. Look at this. I don't know. I, I wonder. I like, that makes me want to actually reach out and touch base with people in the black community that are sitting back watching this and actually really pick their brains and say, how do you feel about it? Like, what, 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 what turns you on? What turns you off? What are the things that are... You know, has have has the producers of the show? Um, are, what are they thinking right now? Are they? I haven't listened to any of the several uh, press conferences. Pretty much after the release of every episode, they have to go on TV and explain what they did and why they did it because people are immediately getting upset about certain things. Right. Um, and then they explain like, oh well, we chose this director for this reason. We wanted to make sure that it was properly understood this isn't coming from like a we're enjoying talking about this right we're telling you the story for a reason and i think the other thing too people are kind of forgetting is this is based on hp lovecraft's creative world where these monsters and these kinds of oppressive behaviors existed so i mean we can't really take away the racism and the negativity that the, the characters are experiencing because then it wouldn't be his work I mean, ultimately, that would kind so of... So I wonder if Matt Ruff... Because I didn't watch that entire interview. I was, it was a great... I, I just wonder it. if he was just sitting around one day and he was like, you know, H.P. Lovecraft was one racist motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be yeah. funny if, you yeah. know, and then he just dreamt this up? Right. I, I loved that interview. I mean, I, I highly recommend anybody um, to watch it. It was very, very enlightening. Him just talking about actually having to get in character of, and become a black person and look through the eyes of a black person um, to, to make it happen. He, he talked he, about that? Yeah, he, he definitely, you could see Did a Did he actually emotion. put on blackface and stuff? No, no, I don't think he's that kind of guy. He did it tastefully, but I'm sure there was some controversy be. Did you ever see? Did you ever watch too. Soul Man? No, I don't think so. I've I saw it on uh, I Love the Eighties once. Do, do they still play that like on TV? Can you find it on Netflix or anything? Does Netflix still exist after the last week? Oh, God, it cuties. got canceled. Oh, 
<laughs> I, I, yeah. Right now is when you should buy stock and yeah. cooties, not Netflix. Cuties. Cuties, cuties, cuties and cuties. Yeah, the little, cuties with the cuties. small mandarin oranges. Have, have, I, have I not been paying attention? What happened with Netflix? Cuties oh is just a hor- horrible, it's a pedophiliac type show of little girls that are dancing like twerking whores. Um, being produced by a, a woman, and right now the whole world is basically angry at Netflix that they're contri- contributing to advertising um, little girls as sexual objects. It's, it's re- when you look at it from so when you look it, at it in the lens of just a viewer. Yeah, it's disgusting because it's got actual eleven-year-olds twer- learning to twerk, and it's showing them. I mean, if you look at some I of the stills, s- yeah. Also it's really, really disturbing. Very doing sexual things for favor, favors the defense, for men, all kinds of stuff. The defense is that it's not only artistic, but it's also showing the real reality of our world of the sickness of, of people. <laughs> the reality of that age now. Yeah, very true. In certain areas, and it's. Just a yeah. really weird spot to try to. So yeah. It's it's controversial. We had about the woman who posted on Facebook personal stories uh, about yeah. her, her daughter and her husband. I just saw her name last night too. There is an unacceptable level of using your child using and exploiting your child for your popularity is um, an exploitation, wrong. but. There's the academic documentary level, just like we have all of these movies uh, where they're glorifying serial killers. Right. Um, well, there's always there's then that's the problem is where's the line? Where do you draw the line between what's acceptable or not? We we've we've, we've we've crossed boundaries in our 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 ways of existing in the world nowadays. We have definitely lost um, sight of. So I mean, I'll have to figure out what the stories exactly are saying, but. You kind of have to ask, again, is the behavior inappropriate or is the reaction to the behavior by certain individuals inappropriate? Right. And if it's Netflix's fault right. that, That's there, the are, argument. that, that right. there are men who, are, who have pedophilic interests, who are enjoying watching this, or who are involved in these behaviors and existing in this culture where people take advantage of teenage girls well i mean to take to take the the name epstein and tie it from one Mm -hmm. to the other like with what's going on in the in our culture in our society right now worldwide Mm -hmm. when it comes to kids because in some cultures it's not you know taboo right um i mean some americans with money will travel to cambodia yeah. Um, 30 years ago at 12 years old we were interested in having sex i mean mm-hmm. that's just it's reality yeah but not as an adult i right. mean we children right. in america have always pretty much for the most part yeah. been told to stay away from yeah old and men my that mom like wasn't yeah, <laughs> my mom wasn't twerking on facebook and sharing and showing that in front of us or doing those kind of things either so we didn't have i didn't i didn't have um a bad role model of a parent showing me the wrong ways of using my body for attention, which also, that also is a big... We have made so many advancements in how society views sex, sex mm-hmm. and how accessible people are, as well as pornography and, yeah. and all kinds of things Everything that you goes. on the internet. <laughs> so we have this generation of people who are learning and growing up knowing that it is not okay to... It's not shameful to be you and to enjoy your body and to enjoy the experiences of life. And they're, you know, trying to come up in a world of people who still view sex as wrong, who are still it's just the extreme to this. Yeah. Yeah. So if we have people who are preying on underage girls, it is because they grew up in a world where sex wasn't, immediately available to them all of the time that the internet wasn't yet designed for that purpose and they're coming up on a generation where it is yeah well i tell people all the time it's like you know what the pedophilia is part of our history of as being human beings i mean what is it anais neen um the author you read her books 
it's it's pedophilic. It's like it's disgusting, but it's what about of, polygamy? Yeah, Devin, but, <laughs> there are a lot of things where you have to wonder. Yeah, you can't police people's thoughts. True, and that's part of interests the and identity and all of those things are just a part of who you are. It's how you act upon it and how you express it to other people right. that actually matters. Right. So if you do have interest in people who are minors or who are effeminate or weak or androgynous or who seem vulnerable because that is a fetish even among adults right. and towards other adults. But if that is your interest, you have to recognize that it is a crime and should not be done when it involves someone who cannot give consent like children. Well, and that's so why we end up with crime, the dark web. <laughs> the crime is when you continue acting upon those behaviors that you just think about. Right. You can't criminalize people for having but those But that can be also applied to racism and oppression yes. of women. We, that's across we, the board exactly. Yeah. Fault for sure. someone for having feelings. We fault them for having actions. Right. Like, so oh. pedophilia and racism is inherently a personal experience, but is when you make policies or you commit crimes that you are actually at fault right mm. so we should probably wrap up and go yeah. watch cuties <laughs> no i don't even like Just working anyway <laughs> I, I i don't understand it yeah. i'm 21 i supposedly invented it it's gross i'm 25 yeah. and, <laughs> um, on a good day right my back hurts from doing it yes. all day yesterday I'm that's 14, why i have arthritis fun. <laughs> i don't know um, I can't say I ever twerked. I rode the hell out of a lot of horses, though. <laughs> I'm just going to pretend I have scoliosis and can't bend my back like that, because if I tried, it would look like I have scoliosis. Uh, are, you, well, are you shaming scoliosis? Yes, I am. I'm sorry if you have scoliosis, <laughs> but you look jank. No. Oh, um, no. <laughs> wow. No, I... He doesn't provoked. really mean I that. Um, <laughs> He's not that kind of guy. Spinal health oh. is... Very important. Yes, yeah, take care of your spine, um, especially when it is do a, a lot of stretches. Yeah, or just evolve, um, of strength training, resistance and exercises. Development in life. It's unfortunate. <laughs> what do you think <laughs> dinner was like for Hughes when he got home? I can't sit at uh, this roast for dinner. Sit down, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sit down can't for sit like down. six months. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, what? we forgot about that part. No, I we mentioned talked, it. We I know you mentioned it, it earlier, but man, let me tell you, Ruby. I'm just bring it back. I've, I've, I was oh, yeah. like right there, like you give it oh, to. Yeah, I'm not usually an angry oh, yeah. woman. See what I don't. I don't. God, that gave me what a I, whole empowerment. What I hate about those kind of scenes up. is that he just took it. He didn't have a choice. Well, no, he could. So, <laughs> there so was no. You mean the 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 end part where she is jamming her stiletto up his ass, her red yeah. bottom, mm, or. Mm-hmm. The the whole leading up to it part where you she clearly see him. a man who will either do anything to get that, yeah, or who has just been wanting someone to dominate him. And then it, it becomes like she was choking him with his belt. Yeah. You get weak very quickly when your oxygen supply is cut off. Yeah, <laughs> but you gain that strength back as soon as uh, but people a do heel that gets shoved in up in your Fight or flight, I, I don't know. Yeah. She, the first I speak stab, from experience. There was blood spraying. <laughs> so his lower limbs and, were not going to be moving. I don't, I don't, know, I don't think. I'm wondering too if she even was like actually hitting her target because that's really hard it to was, she, she just had was surgical precision. Yes, like okay. the Each exact same spot every Well then again after the first one you kinda have two holes to work with and three and Wow, because yeah I think she was really <sighs> rocking his world. Really? They just don't make stilettos like they used to. Apparently not because those things <laughs> I know what I've been wearing you know, would not yeah, be able to you, do that. You put seventy five pounds on him and it snaps. I just wanted you to see that it was a black woman that did this to you. <laughs> oh, epic <laughs> final line. That was pegging at its finest. Oh, <laughs> with that said, meet us back here with Meet Me and Dragoo. Is that how you pronounce it? Dagoo? Uh, Dagoo? 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 Dago? That, 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 that last Dago? one. That's it. Dago? Dago. Yeah. Dagoo. No, what was that before? Dago. It's <laughs> Korean. Say it one more time. De- Dago? Yeah, that's so we can get all the slurs in. Oh, right. I got you. Wop? 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 Did you say? Wop? 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 
Oh, no. Wet ass pigeon. Uh, this has been fun. Please. This is Peckerwood signing off. <laughs> Check out the Wait You Were Mormon podcast. Wait You Were Mormon with Devin Brown. It's fun. This last episode, a guy went on his mission to the Philippines and he went and saw The Matrix and decided to not be Mormon after that. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of fun. And he entered yeah, the Matrix. Entered and check out Matrix. our Facebook page, too. Come on on there and Facebook. Look for the, the Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country Lovecraft After, after Show. show. Say hi. Give us some feedback. Check out uh, Show Me Shit Columbus. Hell yeah. And that's a podcast. There's that a lot I of shit to see in Columbus. And, uh, when we're not in quarantine. No, even when we're in quarantine, people are coming out. And if you really like stilettos and asses, please check out JP's OnlyFans. (laughs) (laughs) He's got some really good work. It also incorporates bath hardware, beautiful swans. Diaper action. Diaper action. You can get it all. I'm not promising I'm in some of them, but I might be in some of them. And you know Devin's got it going on, so. Check it out. You got anything going on, Hurtis? Nope. All right. Um, we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace out. You've been listening to a Focal Point podcast for the Focal Point Cinema and Sound Company.